You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is The New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. The murder rate is up 30% year on year here in the good old USA. It's a win-win for the current administration. Hey, want a new iPhone 13? Well, you'll be waiting two weeks longer for the base model. And more than a month for the pro version. Who says crime doesn't pay? It turns out that most of the thousands of illegal immigrant Haitians camped out under that bridge in Texas, who came by the way of Chile, were released into the country. Come on, man. That old-timey VoIP app, Skype, was again given a refresh by Microsoft. Will it be enough to make it cool again? No! And finally... Be wary of text messages concerning the pandemic if you're using an Android phone. A new, very bad malware is circulating. Tech News. Quoting Slack's CEO, quote, Over the last year, maybe even 18 months, I think Microsoft's preoccupation with killing us has shifted somewhat to a preoccupation with killing Zoom, unquote. That's right, Microsoft has decided to put its corporate might behind its Teams communications app in order to put a dent in the video conferencing app Zoom. The company is introducing features that will make Teams achieve feature parity with Zoom. One feature that Zoom doesn't have is compatibility with Apple's CarPlay, which Microsoft is adding to Teams. Zoom took off as the pandemic spread because of its ease of use. What is not discussed about Zoom is the security nightmare it is. The app was coded in mainland China. I think it still has servers over there. 
and has holes in it wide enough to drive a CCP truck through. I was using Ring Central for my remote work expectations, but switched to Teams because of ease of use and my place of employment uses it. For regular stuff, Apple's FaceTime will do. I'm just wondering when and if Apple will ever get serious about telework. Amazon had a hardware event on Tuesday and introduced a slew of new items. It looks like the company, well, if you believe the tech press anyway, is trying to go head-to-head with Apple Fitness Plus with the announcement of the new-screened Halo View Fitness Tracker, which will cost you 80 bucks. It has just about all the features, uh, the fitness features of the Apple Watch, even a fitness program to go along with it. A year's subscription will be free for the first year and a paltry $4 per month after that. You know, that's less than half the cost of Apple Fitness Plus. Though the tech press seems to think this is aimed to compete with Apple, I really feel that Fitbit is the main target here. The Amazon Halo even resembles some Fitbit models, and they charge and Fitbit charges ten bucks per month for their service. Something that I caught during the promotional video for the Halo is that they're going to feature live workouts. This is something Fitbit and Apple don't feature. So my prediction is Fitbit will lower its monthly subscription price and Apple will introduce live workouts. Upon further review of Amazon's fitness offering, it seems that they are using other third-party apps for content, well, at least I guess initially. For example, Orange Theory and Open Fitness are amongst a slew of partners listed on Halo Fitness's homepage. As far as that content goes, I see mostly body weight oriented workouts and meditation style stuff. No indoor cycling so far, so it's a non-starter for me. Who knows? Amazon might create their own content in the future. I'm sure they will. Amazon also introduced a household robot called Astro, which is basically a wheeled echo show. A copy of the Facebook portal called Amazon Glow a 15-inch screened Echo Show, a smart thermostat, along with a bunch of other smart home items. If you have a Fire Stick or other Amazon streaming device, you'll now get some original programming. It was a bit overloaded, if you ask me, with way too many items being announced at once, but what do I know? Tech I'm using! The thing I'm noticing the most about my new lucky Apple iPhone 13 has nothing to do with the phone itself. It's the 5G service that came along with it. I now can send and receive texts and emails quickly at work, which doesn't have a good signal for any service provider, at least in this country. Before using the 4G on my 11 Pro Max, text messages would take forever to send if they sent at all, and emails were delivered only in if the conditions were perfect. I can now call my lovely wife without any drops, so what I'm trying to say here is that 5G seems to be for real. I do miss the more solid feel of the old 11 Max, though, which I've already sent to Apple for the trade-in value. I was hoping the 13 would recreate the experience I had with the old iPhone 4S, but the phone doesn't quite match up with it. The only other phone that had that old magic feel was the Nokia 925 running Windows phone, long vanquished by Google. There's a couple of bugs with iOS 15, though. If you have an Apple Watch, it can unlock the phone for you if you 
or wearing a mask. It comes disabled on the new operating system, and if you try and re-enable it, you get an error saying the phone can't communicate with the watch. Now, this was fixed in a beta iOS update I received on Tuesday. I also have a minor bug with CarPlay. It doesn't read incoming text aloud automatically like it used to. I'm sure this and other bugs will be addressed in upcoming updates. On a positive note, Apple has managed to squeeze a 6.1-inch screen into a form factor which had a 5.6-inch screen, namely my old Google Pixel 3. If you've been wondering how my indoor cycling journey was going, even with the cushioned seat cover, my butt still hurts. I've dropped a little weight and increased my muscle mass in the first two weeks of this torture. I use a mix of apps, all free except Apple Fitness Plus, to vary the workouts. I'll be taking a trip to Wyoming next month, and of course, I won't be bringing my bike. Instead, I'm going to try the Fitness Plus Time to Walk exercise. A celebrity voice tells you stories while you complete a 30 to 40 minute walk. Yeah, we'll just see how that goes. As far as the Soul Bike itself, I've had no problems with it at all and feel it's a great fitness investment that will really show its worth during the upcoming winter. Entertainment News I watched the first episode of Apple TV Plus's sci-fi series Foundation, which is based on the Isaac Asimov book series. It was okay. I understand that the episode was just setting up things, and I expect it to get better as it goes along. I also was able to watch a couple of episodes of The Morning Show, which seems to have dropped, so far, the constant virtue signaling of the first season. We'll see if they can keep that up. The show I enjoy the most on Apple TV is Truth Be Told, which is about a former journalist and now podcaster, who solves old and current murders. The acting and writing on the show is top-notch. Another great series that's unfortunately in its final season on Amazon Prime is Goliath, a Billy Bob Thornton vehicle in which he plays a lawyer plagued by personal problems. I'll miss the show, and I think this is the last of Amazon's first launch of original content. Bosch ended this year as well. Let's hope uh, Prime launches some more content worth watching soon. I don't know, though, as Amazon seems focused on launching original content for its Fire TV hardware lately. Podcasting news. It's been very quiet on the podcasting front lately, besides the big boys jostling around to be number one. Another trend I've been noticing lately is successful YouTubers introducing podcasts. Just more competition for your precious ears. Well, first, there was a doctorate dissertation from some obscure woman which made the case for the regulation of podcasts by the podcast hosting services. It was reported on by the podcasting press, but didn't make the mainstream media. Well... This week, we have a report from the leftist Southern Poverty Law Center, the SPLC, claiming right-wing extremists are thriving on podcasts. Oh yeah, they exist, but I'd wager for every so-called right-wing podcast, 
There are 10 left-wing podcasts calling for the destruction of the United States as we know it and for the death of all straight Caucasian men. But these are not a concern for outfits like the SPLC, though. They're all in. What I think we are witnessing is a building call for podcast hosting services to regulate and be held responsible for content that they host. Of course, the only content that would be regulated is the content not going along with the leftist agenda that's being forced down our throats at the moment. Did these people ever think of what's causing these labeled right-wing podcasts to be supposedly thriving? Perhaps it's the fact that all media, be it radio, television, and social media platforms, present only one side of the story. If you dare voice a different opinion, you are banned from these platforms. They say we have free speech in this country, but over the last few years, I'm beginning to wonder if that's true. Whatever happened to people just making their own choice of what to listen to? We don't need organizations like the SPLC to protect us from ourselves. That is not the purpose of reports like this, though. They and others like them want to control what we listen to. There wouldn't be a problem if these organizations condemned all hateful podcasts and not cherry-pick the ones that don't fit their current agenda. Finally, September 30th was International Podcast Day. I hope you had a good one. Time for a rant. I guess this could be the second rant of the episode after that last one. Well, as I've told you in the past, I work for the federal government, which has just avoided another, narrowly avoided another, shutdown. I've lost count of how many of these debacles I've lived through, starting with my time in the military. While the normal citizen barely notices anything different when shutdowns occur, the federal worker, at least ones considered like myself, essential, you know, you'd have the pleasure of coming to work without being paid. Oh, sure, you'll eventually get paid, but you're not reimbursed for late fees and such on credit card payments, mortgages, and the like. Now, if I remember correctly, the last uh, closure lasted over a month. And I was fortunate enough to have had enough money tucked away to survive it, thanks to my lovely wife, who loves stashing away a portion of my treasure I earn. Besides government workers' salaries, the military isn't paid, and neither are federal pensions. The lawmakers in Congress and the House, though, have nothing to worry about. They've made a provision in the law so that they get paid regardless. So in the event of a government shutdown, for them, it's business as usual. They feel no pain and have no pressing incentive to pass a budget to fund the government. It must be nice being on the have side of the equation. My union has a lawsuit going in regard to the last shutdown, and while I don't often agree with union politics, I agree with this lawsuit and hope they file a separate suit each time this event occurs. Oh, non-essential government workers get to stay home until it's over and then get paid for time off once the government reopens. Now, that's a truly paid vacation. Games, episode 96, has come to a conclusive end. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I really enjoyed making it for you. Hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. So I'll see you next week. And remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, enjoy this reprieve from full fall weather, at least around here. And just get off my lawn. I'm out. See you next week. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.